Hey everybody, this is your Dungeon Master Cameron. Welcome back to Sword Coast Coast to Coast, our actual play show where every few episodes the adventure is different. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's our new catchphrase, of course, along with all the whoop, 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 whoop. Um, last episode you heard some butter biscuits and uh, you got that kind of stuff and now they're going up to the big old flying fortress to see what is going on up there. This episode, you're going to get more Butter Biscuits, and you're going to get some kind of dungeon delvey stuff. We don't really do a lot of dungeon delving uh, on the show or in our games, because our games are the show. Um, but we're, you're going to get a little bit. I mean, not a lot, right? But, you know, some little fun dungeon stuff. Not a lot of combat or anything like that, but some fun encounters. I like encounters. I think that's a cool thing to do. Anywho, any what's it. Uh, this is a little bit of a weird episode in that um, Discord was breaking the day that we were doing it. There were some sort of connection issues kind of worldwide. And, of course, we are kind of distributed all across uh, the, the U.S. So you're, you're going to hear sometimes, like, Butter Biscuits is going to go away for a little while. And he's just not talking. And then for a little while, James is not talking. And uh, the reason for that is just Discord was, was broken. And it was basically uh, stop recording and quit playing for the day, you know, an hour into our session. Or just kind of power through it and see what happens. I, I think it's perfectly fine. I think you'll have a good listening time. Uh, but, but if you don't hear someone talking for 10 full minutes, it's not because, like, they're not having a good time. It's just the, the, inter the internet connections were in and out. So just letting you know that. Uh, I don't think it disrupts the show in, in any way. Everyone kind of pulls the, you know, pulls the show along. It's good stuff. I'm going to let you get right to it so I can stop talking. Here is the show. You're all flying through the air toward the Citadel. James, uh, whoop, Kylie, and uh, Butter Biscuits. You are being carried by the wasp, and the wasp takes you up above the citadel, fairly high, and dangles you over what appears to be a large funnel and drops you. And you fall 10, 15, 20 feet into. Uh, basically, a beautiful little slide. Can I try like and get a... myself on the bottom during this fall? Wait, oh, to cushion the fall? Yeah. Yeah, you can rotate in the air. Uh, so you're not landing on Butter Biscuits, is what you're saying? Or, so yeah, so that, like, Butter Biscuits isn't hitting the thing first, mm -hmm. like... So yeah. you're not crushing his tiny porcelain body? Or, or the porcelain bot, even the porcelain body hitting the thing uncushioned. Mm, I see. So, but well, well, you do it, and it seems like it's designed in such a way as to prevent the most damage from happening to whoever goes in it. And so, it's basically a slide, and you go into it, and zoop, and you end up flying out of it, out of the end of the slide, into a room with about forty-five other people. They are of all uh, species. They are of all. Uh, types and classes and things like that. You see some dirt farmers, you see some peasants, you see some nobles, you see some rangers, you see some probably a wizard or two, uh, although, you know, they're not hyper popular right now. And uh, you don't see a single druid. They might not exist. We don't know. The yeah. wasp might just not want them. Maybe, <laughs> maybe no one does. Um, you ever think do, about that? Do I see anyone I recognize? Nope, you don't. Yeah. Okay. Anybody recognize you, me? 
Uh, no. Everyone's butter biscuits, I hope. Yeah. Butter biscuits, what do you think of this? Yikes! <laughs> and you're in a big iron cage. Zooming over to the other group. Tess, you're the eagle and you're flying everybody around. What are you doing here? Uh, I mean, did I see, like, where the wasps were dropping people like the two that they're dropping people into. Mm, I think probably um, you probably didn't see Kylie and Butter Biscuits but you probably saw some other ones being dropped in so yeah so you can see as you're flying up to the Citadel it is an older style Citadel uh, in the sense of like you know you can recognize different architectural standards in Faerun right a newer building looks different uh, you know t taller towers uh, more towers, things like that. This is a stocky kind of keep um, with a big wall around it, and all of this is sitting on top of a large obsidian rock. You know, this this whole thing's probably like 300 by 300 yards. You know, it's it's round, it's not square, but it's that kind of size. And yeah, as you kind of angle your way up and fly toward it, you can see that wasps are coming toward the center of it and dropping people from very high into something you can't quite see okay uh i mean fuck it you guys cool with checking that out we 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 uh we're take we're going wherever you're taking us i mean you can't talk to us right you're you know everything that comes out of your mouth is just like that you know piercing ah. eagle scream sound effect yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough <laughs> yes kiai well all right uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to dive into uh, you know that hole. I like that Tess doesn't know that and is just giving you a, like an elaborate rationale of what's going on, and the I two mean, of you are like, no, 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 no. I mean, look, I can understand them, but like, I don't know that they can't understand me. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know. Uh, Tess folds her wings kind of behind her uh, and, and does that kind of thing that birds do when they're diving and uh, zips right into that hole and slides along the slide on her belly. Um, I don't know what that means for Silverleaf. Maybe you drop Silverleaf right beforehand, so he's right in front of you. And uh, Wegg, you're, you're on this basically um, like a roller coaster ride all the it's way down awesome. the slide. Is it's it awesome? super fun, yeah. Wegg <laughs> loves it. Uh, Butter Biscuits and Kylie, you hear a terrifying noise of uh, that large ki, and uh, a massive eagle comes flying through this thing on its belly, doing a belly slide, filling up this room, making everyone panic. Everyone is freaking <laughs> out. There, people are 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 uh, screaming and crying and tearing at their faces and, and doing all the things that people do when they are in true emotional distress. Oh, I and, didn't think about this part. Yeah, <laughs> and but, you are all now locked in a giant cave, or a giant cage. They've had Not, a lot happen to them, but the eagle was the thing that pushed them over the edge. Well, the wasps weren't in this room before. <laughs> um, it's Not it's a big day pushing them. them it's been a real big day, like an extremely big day. Um... Butter biscuits. What do you think about this? <laughs> this is well. We're in a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> we sure are. 
All right. So, um, you know, some people kind of kind of circle around one another and they, they start trying to scare uh, uh, Tess, trying to scare her back out the hole. What are you, what are you going to try to do here? Are they trying to shoo the giant eagle out the hole? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What would you do? That seems to be logical. Like, I just, yeah, I like the idea that, that Tess is just like, like, does like a shrug, like, what? <laughs> like the goose. Like, like, Holding her giant wings up in in a like please calm down kind of yeah. motion. Uh, can you dispel giant eagle? I can. Uh, I uh, I I make some. I'm, I don't I don't see what the problem is. I think Silverleaf is like this is fine. These people are just scared that you know we've arrived. Uh, but I don't think, I, I don't I, I, I don't think Silverleaf is putting two and two together that they are afraid of the eagle. I try and calm them all down. Um, I'm just telling them it's fine. We're here to help. Please <laughs> stop yelling. We'll get you out of here. It's okay. If we dispel um, the spell, Silver <laughs> doesn't have another one of those in the chamber. So how are we getting down? It's true. Uh, Weg suddenly uh, Weg remembers that he has a spell called Calm Emotions. Mm. Can you this calm the emotions of 45 people? Uh, you attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people. Okay, great. Each cool. humanoid in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range, which would be Tess, mm -hmm. uh, must make a charisma saving throw. A creature can choose to fail this saving throw if it wishes. Well, I'm rolling 45 different <laughs> saving throws. What would I roll? <laughs> roll a d20, Butter Biscuit. Okay. Oh god, butter biscuits! You're not calmed. Wait, no, oh, no. that's the opposite. It... Where do... What's the opposite? The saving throw oh, is to save yourself from being like from the effects. Of the oh, spell. that's true. Yeah, butter biscuits. Just stay mad. You're, calmed. you're, you're, <laughs> <Yeah>. you're calmed. <laughs> okay. I will Woo. say though that that butter biscuits has a plus five to charisma. He's so cute. <laughs> He's a sweet little baby boy. Of course. And a, Twenty twenty and, charisma. And a negative five to strength. <laughs> um, okay, that sounds good. I, I'm not really going to roll for anything that that sounds like a, a perfectly fine thing that you're able to do to all of these people. Um, what does that look like, Weg? Uh, what does that look like, Weg? Um, I think Weg just like kind of goes from uh, Weg walks up to Tess and. Uh, places his hand on her on her uh enormous fluffy plumage meanwhile uh, tess is like screaming at these people <laughs> yeah. speak to calm down. uh weg goes up to tess and places his hand on on her fluffy plumage and looks to the group of people with a a twinkle in his eye and says see everything is fine friends there's so they no all reason calm down. to fear yeah they all calm down it works um like well, I guess you know. One one person steps forward and says, "I guess giant eagles are just like the rest of us, aren't they?" <laughs> you know. Yes. If, and... if the weird dirt elemental can be friends with it, I guess we can too. Yeah. <laughs> the real giant eagles were the friends we made along the way. Uh, uh, I just what... want to point out that we have a character named Weg, like Wegmans, and also a giant eagle. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know what a Why did you point yeah, this out? 
I also don't know that, but I, it seems like this has significance, so I believe you. Is it called... Wait, is Giant Eagle also a thing? Yeah, it's a grocery store. Oh, okay. Wow. There's a grocery store called Giant Eagle? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Big Star. Wait, yeah. is Giant short for Giant Eagle? Or are these unrelated stores? I think they are the same. All right, so you have calmed <laughs> this group of people down, and... and uh, they all go back to just being generally panicked, and you are locked in a big cage together. Finally. <laughs> uh, our plan was just a general success. Um, Cameron, because mm -hmm. I, I feel like we are getting towards being in the shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to, like, kind of do, like, a flex and heat myself up to form armor out of the honey. <laughs> you can try to do that. James has sent me a message earlier where he asked if that was possible, and I believe I responded, hmm. hmm. I believe I responded, Can, yes, you, I did, with three Ms. Are you trying to caramelize that all that, that sweet sugar? He is, I believe. Um, why yeah, don't... Well, how do I... How do the I, honey how? hardens. How about that? You all see uh, Kylie kind of flex and a little bit, get a little bit hotter, turn a little bit more red, and... Uh, the, the, the honey gets a little bit darker, a little bit, uh, you know, a, a little bit harder looking. Does it look super rad around my skeletal arm? Uh, yeah, that looks cool. <laughs> it looks way cool. One, uh, some little kid uh, goes, I wish I had an arm like that. You're in a big cage. Is there a, what is, what's in this cage? Is there a door? There is are a bunch there of people. A... There, there are, there's a large set of double doors right okay. in front of you um, that uh, lead and you can see there's kind of a stone pathway that goes out this you're in a dungeon y'all you know what I mean mm -hmm. like this mm -hmm. is just straight up the belly of the castle or of the keep or of the citadel and uh, you don't you know you don't hear anything you don't hear guards you don't see guards or anything like that um, but uh, but yeah this you know this is somewhere to store people and then come and retrieve them at some point you feel pretty certain can I try the door to see if it's locked uh-huh. Uh, so, Silverleaf, so you go up and you kind of chunk 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 on the door, and it, it does not unlock. Okay. I mean, it is Can I locked. cast Knock to unlock it? So, you cast Knock on the thing. So, yes, you can do that. You yeah. cast Knock, and uh, I forget how does Knock work again. Do you... Do you all right, all right, I know how it works, but uh, are you knocking on the door physically with your hand? How do you how do, you do that? Oh, no, I sing my, uh, my little, my little uh, you know... Uh, my open knock sesame spell. song, okay. yeah, my knock spell, and then I, uh, and then I, I, it, it charges the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the particular journal that it's on right up with mm. like glowing That's magical right. energy, and then I like give the give the door a little tap with that one. Bink. Um, yeah. Okay, so you do that, and um, the door glows blue, and then it glows purple. Uh -oh. Boom, this kind of thing. And um, a, a little bit of a jolt of magical energy zips right back through your uh, your journal and into you. You take two points of damage. Damn. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah, they're not into it. And the door's still locked. The door's still locked. Hmm. Hmm. Does there any? Is there anybody in here that appears particularly calm? To wag? No. 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 They might as well not be here, as far as that's concerned. Is Ooh. the all right? How big are the bars? Um, yeah, what's been? Is there anything beneath this cage? Like, 
wait, you're like on the ground? Yeah, like are we on the ground? Is this like a hanging cage suspended? Oh, no, in a I, I understand what you're saying. No, it is not. It's stone to the ground, and then the bars are kind of fit into the uh, into the walls. Mm-hmm. Are like how how thick are they? Are the bars? Yeah, they are pretty substantial. It would be like um, you know three or four inches in diameter. Ooh. This is meant to hold much larger creatures than you. For sure. And then what's the space between? Maybe four inches. Oh, wow. It's pretty tight. I mean, it's a cage. Yeah, so like not a wake-sized space? No, this is not. This is made to make sure that people can't get out of it. Yeah. It's made for holding wags. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Although, I mean, it would be unclear. It's unclear to me why anybody would want to do that. Um, to hold wag. Uh, yeah, to yeah, hold wag. Especially more than one. Right. I think this smells bad. Stinky and dirty. And uh, I think that it might be time to uh, depolymorph the rogue and see what uh, she has to say about this. So I... Uh, Sounds like a good idea. I, um, I mean, uh, I've been kind of humming in the background, uh, you know, the, the counterpoint, whatever. Uh, and uh, uh, I, I stop and uh, test you, uh, you anamorph back to normal. <laughs> Don't worry, I can do it tomorrow too. It's not a big deal. Okay. And you could be a T Rex if you want next time. Wait, why didn't you guys do that? Like, you wouldn't be up here, but it would be pretty rad. <laughs> yeah, none of those wizards got a T Rex. Yeah. Wow. You don't know that. That's true. You've not confirmed. Um, okay, so Tess, you you are back to Tabaxi form. So, is there, like, an actual lock? Like, something I could pick? Uh, there does not appear to be a lock proper. Okay. Hmm. I can ritual cast Dispel Magic, maybe. Uh, I also I have know. Dispel Magic if you can't do it again. But, like, mm. where's the door? If it's, if it's not just, like, like, if it's set up... For people to actually be retrieved, there has to be mm-hmm. some kind of exit. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a big, uh, kind of big set of double doors, uh, like uh, in the cage itself. And there's probably like fifteen or twenty feet of space. And then there is another door that is kind of the uh, um, the uh, there's a hallway, presumably out of there. Um, but yeah, the smooth as far as you can, you know, putting your hand through the bars and feeling the outside it feels like it's smooth on the outside. There's big hinges those hinges open inward but they are just as big as the um what do you call it um it, as the bars themselves so big three inch hinges okay. we pop the um, things off the hinges yeah I was, I was actually gonna say like can i investigate the hinges because forced entry is more than just picking the lock it's for sure <laughs> taking apart the door <laughs> sure so uh go ahead and give me an investigation check uh 19 so um tell me about the the first big door you unlocked in Ethkotla. um i think it was probably actually like the wrong door like i thought i was in the right location i was following a not like a treasure map it was more like a thieves map 
to a place that was supposed to hold good loot, and either I took a wrong turn, or this information wasn't reliable, and it ended up being, like, a door to the Duke's private residence, and let me tell you, the Duke has a lot of guards. <laughs> it was not a good time. <laughs> okay. So you you think back to this kind of moment, and you realize, oh, hey, this is a lot like that tour. Um, and so you can uh, give me a sleight of hand check with an advantage okay. real quick. Okay, so I think you're already succeeding on this, but I'm doing the sleight of hand to determine, like, how destructive you're being. You're not being destructive at all, so you actually kind of, you pull out your thieves' tools, and you use your claw, maybe, and you're able to manipulate the pins out of the uh, hinges. Um, and, and they look like they should be holding together entirely, and this shouldn't be possible, and none of you would have been able to figure this out, but Tess is able to pull those pins out, and so able to remove one of the doors from the hinges. Um, you could also put that door back now if you wanted to. <laughs> we can leave, but the rest of you, <laughs> you're all staying. Um, okay, so you are able to remove the, the door from the hinges. Right. And, and like I said, you don't have to put that door back, but if you wanted to, or if there was some sort of, you know, plotting you wanted to do, that is a possibility now. You didn't destroy the door. Okay. That is good. I prefer it that way. This is the ideal situation. Mm-hmm. Plotting. Okay. Plot. So what do we want to do about these people? I mean... I'm sure they're all clamoring to leave now, right? Like, yeah, probably. Yeah, they're the all gathered around you. Please, 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 mister... Let us leave. So, like, <laughs> they they know they're on a flying fortress right now. Like. Yeah. Oh, they like, got brought here by wasps. Yeah. Like, I think it's probably worthwhile to just be like, hey, maybe stay here for now. Because, like, it's the least suspicious place for people to be while we go try and find a way for to get these people off the fortress because we don't really have a way to keep them safe anywhere else. Okay. I have a question for the people and that is uh, when they come, when the, I'm assuming that the wasps or hold, okay, not the mm -hmm. wasps. Um, people, creatures, beings, denizens of this citadel come and get you out of this cage. The collective you. Mm -hmm. Uh, are those wasps also, or are they goat people, or are and how many at a time do they take? Oh, uh, and so they say uh, they all start pointing. They're like, "Well, he was here before me, and she was here before me, and you know, uh, mm -hmm. well, actually, they were here before I was." And so um, you you kind of track it back to the first couple people who were brought here, and they say, "Well, we're the first. We're the first. It was, this was empty when we were here." Mm -hmm. There was a, they said, there was kind of a, a spike-tailed creature with horns in front of me. But, uh, but no one has been taken from here yet. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, when I told you that earlier, that was more like an inference on your part. I, I should have yeah, been more yeah. clear. I'm just, no, I'm just making sure, seeing kind of like, is it like 
a big group sacrifice? Are people being converted into wasps? Or is it like a, you know, like a one at a time kind of feed the blood lord thing? Yeah, because if we um, do leave them here and it is a group sacrifice, then they may just set this whole thing on fire or something, right? Like, yeah, well, I mean, Kylie we, would do that anyway. <laughs> the thing is, we, uh, go we ahead. don't know one way or another what the hell is really going on right now. It's true. That's true, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel... Uh, how do you feel about bring, taking them with us? There's like 45 of them. That's yeah. a lot. So, so if we're, you know, trying to make it through the corridors of this uh, flying, you like, know, Naxxramas, then, uh, we, I don't know. That seems like, it seems like we're going to get pincer attacked at some point. And mm -hmm. we'll, and I don't think that the four or five of us are going to be able to uh, properly protect these 45 people. We can also just say, uh, let them go free and say you're on your own, you know? That didn't feel like us. Well, that's true. I think we should go find, try and find this uh, Death Seeker Melito Hime and uh, uh, take over the fortress and land it on the oh, ground. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah, and then keep it for ourselves. Maybe even mm, <laughs> have a flying island. That'd be pretty I mean, cool, right? We are level seven, right? Yeah, exactly. It's about that time. I think that's the minimum level to actually unlock flying. So, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. So you're just <laughs> going forward out of this room? Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, uh, you know, Silverleaf says, listen. We're going to leave this door unlocked. We're going to go try and uh, take over. Um, hijack How about this island. Try um, and find a way. You don't have to tell them our weird plans. You could just tell them we're going to go try and find a way off for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you can stay here. Well, I just want to say that you all can stay here, and it'll probably be safe. Uh, or you can wander around, and that might be not have a good outcome for you. Um, but we we are not going to exit this island uh, without you. Say, right? Like if you stay good. here, we will come good. back for you. Yeah. I'm Silverleaf a libertarian. No, what what are you talking about? <laughs> I just like <laughs> it, some of I'm your like you can do what you want and it might not work out for you and that's okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, I think I think what it is is that it's just like if 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 you uh like Staying here is a good idea, but also if you think that, you know, because there's a bunch of different people of all classes and levels and ages and types here. And if, you know, if some of them, I'm not going to say, like, stay here, right? Because then if, like, somebody comes comes to this cage and just starts murdering people, then, you know, then we're going to get blamed. But I'm, you know, I'm saying, like, our intention is to go, like, stop whoever's in charge of this thing. Uh, and we will, after we do that, come back down here and help whoever is still here. Let's say, well, you know, the elected leader, this kind of uh, short dragonborn, steps up and says, 
okay, but if we get uh, murdered in, in, in the meantime, you're uh, this is on you, buddy. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> really on me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Butter biscuits, what do you think? Well, it's a plan, so I'm in. Go team. Go team, and I like, high five Butter biscuit. Yeah. Oh well, I guess I gotta clean this dirt off later, but whatever. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> God, you're so you're both so sticky too. <laughs> yeah, you just like oh, yeah. you like no, just, high just five, my head is and sticky. then you like stick together for a second, and you're like, uh, and then you like pull it, pull apart. <laughs> yeah, Weg and Silverleaf both have feathers stuck to them too, oh, <laughs> for right. sure. Um, just like large feather dust. Um, yeah, you... I, have, I have one enormous feather stuck to my head, like a like a like a fancy hat. <laughs> the. Uh, yeah, it's like on the side. It's jaunty. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you walk through the um, through the door and you kind of pull the door back into place. It doesn't. You don't have to lock it though. Um, you yeah, know, you can put one pin in just to hold it, and um, you go down the corridor. I guess. Um, yeah, that's what we do. When you get to the end of the corridor, you see that there is a left and a right. Um, someone might want to have a sheet of paper and draw what is happening here. You don't have to, but it's for your convenience. It's not getting complicated. It's just for your convenience. I can't believe we're doing a hex crawl. It's not a hex crawl. But I am randomizing weather and uh, attack conditions, so I hope you're ready <laughs> but, for that. But outside the, outside the Citadel <laughs> <Yeah>. only. <laughs> yeah. Every turn I'm going to figure out what the weather is. And, uh, um, okay. Okay. But there's a left and a right. T-pose, T-junction. Uh, yep, the T-pose, Let's T-junction. argue for 10 minutes about which direction to go in now. Um, there, There's just two directions. You can choose whichever one you want. Well, uh, left. Great. Well, okay. Uh, hold, hold, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Do you uh, actually have a reasoning, Jordan? <laughs> okay. Well, let's. We could look in the both directions too. You know, we don't have. Yeah, to... that, I was. I was gonna. Um, I was gonna make a perception check and see if, see what I could discern about the if there was any like implied function of either end of the hallway. Like, does um, this zone look like it's where the offices are? Uh, the other Jordan, way look like. Have yes. you never done a dungeon crawl? It's literally just darkness five feet in front of oh okay you wander around <laughs> blindly until you no, find there's, the there's torches <laughs> and you can see here um jordan that's a great question to ask at the t-junction you don't even have to make a perception check but you can see on the floor there are kind of marks uh as if perhaps people were being dragged against their will mm. um you know the, those kind of boot marks on the ground and uh they uh kind of get to this intersection and some go to the left and some go to the right seems like a fairly well trafficked area from the room you went to people going equally left and right all right well let's go left (laughs) i have one more question is Mm -hmm. there any way that i can tell that like one of the directions is going like up and one is going down like if i look at the end of the the hallway do i see stairs up or like a slope no no there are no stairs flat both ways Okay, because I want to go up, right? Because if, if you're a big wizard, mm-hmm. you uh, you know you're in a tower, right? Correct. At the, t- at the top of your cool cool flying citadel. So I get it. Yeah. Um, y'all go left. Let's go left. You find a uh, medium sized room, and what is in here are 
personal items. Clothes, okay. uh, watches, weapons, things like that. All kind of put in big piles. Shoes, lots of shoes. Um, um things like that right so this is where people are being processed in some sort of way uh there's some tables where you know there's like gold pieces and things like that some of these things look like they might be valuable some things are not valuable um it's just basically empty your pockets here you know take off your shoes take off get rid of your weapons that kind of deal in this room it's a security check kind of a security check kind of i'm stealing all your shit check too Mm -hmm. Yeah, go go for it, uh, Butter Biscuits. This is this is this is what being an adventurer is all about. Oh boy, yes! Uh, Butter Biscuits, roll a d twenty for me. Okay, fourteen. You find size fourteen shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Butter Biscuits, you find because your shoes are just bad, right? Yeah, ter- horrible. Shoes, are they like those like clogs that like, you know what I mean? Those like wooden clogs. They're like an off-brand of clogs. The clogs. <laughs> um, you you find better shoes. <gasps> a dream. I mean, what are you looking? You're looking for a leather shoe. You're looking for a for a tennis shoe. What are you going for here? Looking for some nice little boots, little booties for little butter biscuits. Okay, well you have. Little booties for little butter biscuits. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining like Nike Air Monarchs. That seems right. Right. Um, just the just the oh, look it up. It's like the the ultimate dad shoe. <laughs> yeah, that really is. That's that's a powerful shoe. The uh, <laughs> whoop, I'm punching Whoa. the microphone. Uh, okay, so you do that. There is a path directly in front of you, and there's a path off to the left. Okay. I'm just going to keep saying left unless somebody does something. Sorry, I'm updating the map that I'm drawing in MS Paint. <laughs> oh, I have I have a map. I have a pen and paper. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. Personal well, then... Room. Uh, right. Are there any good potions in here? Can I search for some potions while Butter Biscuits is digging around? For sure. Give me an investigation check. Give me okay. an investigation check for sure. Uh, Eighteen. You find one potion that you can identify as universal solvent. Hey. <laughs> How about that? That'll come in handy. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Um, I, I feel like, I don't know, I, it seems like there would be something. Weg's a little short on gold mm-hmm. right now. Sure. Weg's a little short, period. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Weg wants to take some gold, but not a not an absurd amount. Like, is there like 10, 10 or 20 gold somewhere around here that looks like nobody's going to yeah, miss it? Yeah, 100%. Well, you don't know who's going to miss it, uh, but they're not in this room. So, yeah, sure. There's okay. 20 gold. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and uh, just, Jordo, on your map here, the uh, that thing going off the bottom should be going off the top. Oh, okay. Um, just, just letting people know. Okay. Whenever you said in front of us mm-hmm. and to the left of us, 
I get what you're saying. You, you're you not wrong. My description was just bad. Okay. I'm just letting you know. For All right. Well, uh, Michael, does does that track with the map that you've been drawing? Roughly? Um, The map that you have drawn, Jordo, is exactly the same as the map that I have drawn. Okay. okay. So, um, so we, what you're saying is we went to the right when we went down the hallway? No, you went to the left. Left. I, I just misdescribed what was going on. Um, so just take, like, you see Jordo's map there? Take that yeah. thing from the bottom and put it to the top. Okay. And that's where we're going. When I said left, I really mean straight there. Um, so there's a room straight ahead of you, and there's a room to your right. How about that? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, in yeah. the in the, in the the personal items room. Yes. In the personal okay. items room, there's a room straight ahead. There's a room to your right. All righty. That makes sense. I wasn't thinking about the, the um, direction you were entering from. Got um, it. Okay. Let's go to the right. Yeah, why not? What do you think, Tess? Sure. I mean, Butter biscuits. Look, y'all are drawing the map. <laughs> Onward! <laughs> okay, uh, so going to the right, you uh, th- this is actually a darkened passageway. passageway. Without torches in it, it probably goes mm. for 20 or 30 feet in front of you, and there are alcoves to the right and the left as you enter into the um, into the hallway. There, there are large, um, oh, nope, I'm reading the wrong thing. There are recesses in the walls that hold iron caskets, uh, and each casket has a single healthy red rose resting on the lid. They're, they're kind of recessed into the walls, uh, lying flat on the back. Hmm. There's some red roses on them. Hmm. Uh, Weg would like to make a religion check. Okay. To see if this is a burial practice that he recognizes. Give me that with advantage, then. Okay. Seems like a very uh, specific way of asking that question. So. That is a an unnatural twenty. Okay. So Weg, you know that there are some places in Faerun that bury people this way and they use an enchanted flower of some sort. So sometimes a rose, sometimes a, you know, a daffodil, some, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. they preserve that flower and they tie that flower to the spirit of whoever is inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes that is used in religious ceremonies to make, to allow them to call on that person you know, in the future. So if you wanted to speak to your ancestors, you would be able to grasp the flower and speak to them. Sometimes that is used as a kind of curse. So the, you know, uh, or a trap. If people uh, grab onto the flower, then it releases that spirit who has been super pissed off that they are not allowed <laughs> to go uh, into the next, you know, whatever, the, 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 their specific religion's kind of plane of next existence. Um, so it is a burial practice you're familiar with, but you know impossible to know one way or the other if this is the good one or the bad one, basically. All right. Well, uh, Weg's eyes kind of get a little bigger as all those dots connect in his head, and he he immediately says to the rest of the party, "No one touch any of the flowers." Well, um, and then I explain all the stuff that you just said. <laughs> okay. okay. Alrighty, just, not touching I it, huh? I just want to smell the flowers, alright? I do want to smell the flower. I'm, I mean, I'm touching the flower. I'm already <laughs> smelling the flower. You're Sorry. touching the flower or you're smelling the flower? I'm reaching in and I'm picking up a flower and smell, then I'm smelling it. Smell with your nose, not with your hands. I 
think Silverleaf is smelling with his hands. Yeah. Um, hold on. Silverleaf's me... cursed again. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> if I wish, I wish I could curse you. Uh, this one that would be so appropriate. But no, what happens is you hear a horrifying laugh. <laughs> Wait, did the trickster uh, come back? No, the trickster didn't come back. Uh, if only someone could give me a truly terrifying laugh. Okay, so you hear that. And you feel something awful go through you. Something literally pull through your body. Um, uh, Silverleaf. And everyone else can see it because you're leaned into this alcove. But behind you materializes a skeletal undead wraith and it swipes at you it what's your ac uh it's 14 with the candy armor it knocks the shit out of you (laughs) just absolutely (laughs) clobbers jelly beans are flying everywhere yeah it, (laughs) it it has really uh done a number on those jelly beans i don't have enough dice i have to roll oh no here we go did the jelly beans function as ball bearings? It, it, does that, it create an, a five foot by five foot area of difficult terrain? It do, well, that, that wouldn't affect the wraith, and it would really affect you. So I'm going to say no. Yeah, because I don't oh, think I don't I don't think you need the deck stacked against you against you any more than it's already stacked. What is uh? How many hit points do you have? I got 24. You take 17 points of damage. Hell oh, yes, that's awesome. And um, I fall on my ass. Oh, man. Clunk, I'm prone. You That's need, bad. <laughs> you need to, uh, you need to also make a Constitution saving throw. Woo. Thirteen. Um, your hit points. You're gonna ha- don't you don't have to try to change your sheet, but just note mm-hmm. this: your hit points are reduced by seventeen. Damn. Until oh you yeah. Finish, okay. Until you fit, yeah, the maximum is reduced by seventeen until you finish a long rest. Got it. Goodness, it's um, pretty rough. Uh, Tess, what do you want to do? I got life drained, y'all. I'm uh, I'm gonna slowly back away from the flowers. Okay. I think uh, I think Mike had some good advice. <laughs> you gonna do anything about this wraith? I mean, like, it seems more like a wag problem. <laughs> All right, wag. <laughs> let's say let's say you're just deferring your turn. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna wait until after Wag has the chance to go. What's Butter Biscuits up to? What are you gonna do, Butter Biscuits? I'm gonna help out my friend. Okay, so let's let's defer Butter Biscuits' turn too. <laughs> Wag, as the priest of the party, it seems like everyone is itching for you to get your hands on this bad boy. So, yes. uh, what are you Wag doing is also here? itching, um, <laughs> like normal. Uh, I'm gonna turn undead or, or channel divinity to turn this undead. Okay, um, I, th- I think you can destroy undead. Oh, I can destroy undead now, can't I? Yeah, I think you can. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, when an undead fails its saving throw against your turn undead feature, it is instantly destroyed if its CR is lower than the threshold for your level. Mm. I don't know what that means. That's not Well, I do know what that means. That's probably not going to happen. But uh, you can okay. go ahead and make the attempt to turn undead. Okay. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Each undead that can see or hear you within 30 feet of you must make a wisdom saving throw, uh, DC of 14. If the creature fails, it is turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. 
A turned creature must spend its turns trying to move away from, trying to move as far away from you as it can. Bless you. And it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you. It also can't take reactions. For its action, it can only use, or it can use only the dash action or try to escape from an effect that prevents it from moving. If there's nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge action. Um, it uh, failed its saving throw. Okay, great. It, it is turned. Uh, it kind of, it, it doesn't move away from you in exactly that way, but what it does is it kind of crumples up and turns back into mist and makes its way back into the, uh, uh, not coffin, but I forget what, the word, casket. Uh, the iron casket that was there in the alcove. The flower that is in Silverleaf's hand still is uh, it, it begins to glow slightly. Silverleaf, I would uh, kindly ask that you replace the flower. Um, I uh, struggle to my feet. Um, it's real hard. It's like, you know, there are jelly beans everywhere, so mm-hmm. it's like a really slippery surface. <laughs> um, and eventually, like, climb up on the casket and, like, place the flower down and then, like, turn it gently so that it's, like, at the right angle aligned with the uh, the casket. Okay. And you hear the casket kind of, of uh, like, you know, another air displacement, kind of like a And it seems as if the wraith is settled. I feel like I should heal Silverleaf. What are your maximum hit points now? Um, 13. Oh and you're at, like, two? I have seven. You have so, seven? Yeah. Um, okay. It's fine. I can also just not get hit. Yeah, I can. I mean, I'll just use like a level one. Wait, I got a question. Mm -hmm. Um, what does this potion of vitality do? Potion of vitality removes exhaustion, suffering, cures any disease or poison affecting you. I don't think that this is. Yeah. No, that's that's not, that's not going to restore your hit points. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yep. All right, well, I'm going to uh, use a, a level one spell slot to cast uh, Cure Wounds. Okay. A creature, a creature you touch regains a number of hit points equal to 1d8 plus my spellcasting ability modifier, uh, which is plus three. Roll that up. So that's 1d8. Uh, Silverleaf, you acquire 10 hit points. There you go. Back up to full, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so there is a pathway in front of you continuing down this hallway, um, and it kind of hooks to the right, or um, there is uh, going back the way you came and going back into the room you skipped. What you want to do? Hmm. I mean, I, f- I feel like we're already in the, the uh, crypt sure. at this point, right? Let's... Yeah. Uh, Keep crypting. Yeah, we can probably okay. keep going. <laughs> okay, so you go into this room. What is the? Are you sneaking? Or are you just walking? What are you doing? Yeah, let's. I mean, like, I I assume that we are cautiously advancing, uh, so as to not just like blindly run into a, a bunch of uh, goat devils or activate traps. Okay, so you can, um, as you're getting close to this corner here, kind of trying to be as quiet as you can, you can hear in the next room a little bit of movement. Um, 
Weg, why don't you give me a perception check? Okay. That's an 11. Okay, so you um, you think that there's probably one figure of some sort in this room uh, doing something. I relay that to the team quietly. I, I think there's one figure doing something. That got anything more? Nope, that's it. Well... My eyeballs are too small. <laughs> my your ear holes are also too small. My ears are also too small. Look, I'm very small. What if we send butter biscuits in as a distraction? <laughs> no. Do it. No. Butter biscuits. How, how do you feel about being recon? Well, uh, I need some encouragement if I'm gonna do that. Okay, butter biscuits. Listen, I've got something for you. I uh, I whip off my marmalade and jelly bean covered tactical turtleneck, and I I put it over. Yeah. <laughs> I put it over. I, I I say arms up, and I put it on. Uh, I put it on butter biscuits, and then out of my uh, sack of uh, journals, I pull out the helmet, and I put it on butter biscuits' head. And I say, now you're protected, and no one can see you. <laughs> wow! Is this a bird? So, but you still have. Is this? You so still have the, to move quietly. Okay, is this is, is yeah. this my birthday present? Yeah, yeah. This is this is the first of many. Oh, many that's wonderful! Presents. I'm so happy. The uh, butter biscuits. Ro- roll me a d20. Okey doke. Yeah, we're lying to children now. Let's see. Yeah, he's safe. <laughs> I run. Motherfuckers, I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I said. Uh, so what's the what's the plan with butter, with butter biscuits here? <laughs> is, is he going in as a distraction and you're coming in after? What's what's happening here? I think so, right? Like we're going to like he's, like we're just going to send butter biscuits in there to do his his little butter biscuity thing. Uh and we'll be peeping around the corner to see what pops off and then save Butter Biscuit from whatever happens. <laughs> we said, yeah, no one can see you if you're humming the Mission Impossible theme song. That's <laughs> true. Oh, God. Oh, uh, that that's good. Okay. So, um, all right, Butter Biscuits, you're going in. All right, so as, as Butter Biscuits <laughs> comes around the corner <laughs> humming the song, there is uh, one of the kind of goat goat demon people that, uh, that, that you've all seen before now. Uh, it's standing there, and Butter Biscuits can see eight different kind of slabs of stone, and each of them has a, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, on it, a... a humanoid of some sort uh, each who are in a different stage of what looks to be transformation into these goat people uh, so some are you know uh, a dragonborn and they have the horns growing out of their head 
Um, some are humans, and you can see that they have the, the long tail kind of drooping off and growing uh, off of the... Uh, off of the slab, uh, each of them has a large stone, a large black stone on their forehead that seems to be transmitting and some sort of energy through their bodies. And right in the middle of that room, you see this goat person and Butter Biscuits comes around the corner, turtleneck, clonking in his brand new boots, uh, <laughs> and that helmet kind of going side to side. It turns and it looks at Butter Biscuits. Butter biscuits. What's the noise you're making? At you. Bless you. Sorry. <laughs> it uh, it turns, and it takes a step back, and it takes a step back onto its own tail. So surprised by the truly terrifying thing that it sees coming at it. This is something right out of a contemporary horror film. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I wouldn't want to see this in my house at all. <laughs> and takes a step back and trips on its own tail and smashes the back of its head against the countertop. It falls in a pool of its own noxious, necrotic blood. Wow. Oh! I pop I pop around the corner and say, Butter Biscuits, you did it! Is, <laughs> Great job, buddy. Is that jam? Oh, yes, <laughs> it was full of jam, but don't eat any of it. Okay, okay! Good, you... good job, buddy. Thank you. Is, every... Is everyone full of jam? Uh, yes. Hmm. Interesting. So you're in this room. That's that's <laughs> what is here. Um, there are these people kind of on these There's slabs. Eight of them, you said? There are eight of them, yeah. Is there like... How are they arranged? Are they on pedestals? Are they floating? What's no, deal? they're on. They're in kind of just rows, almost like a hospital bed. Think of think of that, like a big hospital oh, okay. room. Yeah, they're kind of in, in a row. There's one row on one wall and one row on the other. And oh, wait, these are actual people? Yeah. Okay, for some reason, uh, this is totally my brain interpreting this in a different way than you had meant it. I imagine that this goat person was surrounded by, like... Ten Commandments slabs oh, of stone no, no. that had engravings on them of people in various stages of transformation. No, no, no. These are these are living people, and there's that kind of stone on their forehead, mm -hmm. putting energy through them, and they all look like they're in some different um, uh, uh, stage of being turned into a goat creature. All right. Well, this seems bad. Uh, uh, the stones aren't that heavy, right? That are Less on their forehead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Silverleaf is uh, has like a like a mage hand out that's just like doing flicking motions. Um, so you flick the stone off of one of their heads, and you it, they they grimace in an extreme amount of pain, um, and they don't wake up. I mean, you've removed mm. the thing, but the dragonborn. So the the first one I described, the dragonborn, kind of with these uh, goat horns coming out of its forehead now. Um, it's, it's got goat horns. Well, more, uh, people for the, uh, portrayal. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, they, uh... Gosh, I can, I can cure a curse, but, or I can remove a curse, if provided that it's sufficiently low level, but not eight times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I would also suggest that based on the relationship between these rocks and these people, this is probably not a curse. Oh, in, okay. in the same way that what has happened to Kylie is not a curse. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Hmm. It's a transformation. Right. Well, uh, healing nothing word we can do. Is, yeah, I mean, like, healing <laughs> word isn't going to help them either because they're not, like, damaged technically, right? They're just Correct. going through some kind of metamorphosis. That's what it yeah. looks like to you. Hmm. Maybe we can reverse it or find some magical lore. So you knock all the uh, you knock the all the rocks player. off. Yeah, I'm knocking all the rocks off. Okay, so they're all still asleep. Perhaps they're in sort of a some sort of magically induced coma, but uh, you have done that. There is a the of course the goat creature is there on the floor, um, oh, yeah. and there is a pathway to your right, and there's a pathway uh, to your left. Is there anything distinguishing between the two pathways? Uh, no. All right, test what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, left seems correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you go to the left, and this is some other, you, you know, you walk down a hallway, there's torches here, well lit. This is another sort of processing room, but perhaps a little bit different. So, so instead of shoes and weapons in here, this is shirts, this is pants, um, this is, there's a lot of blood on the floor. Um, this is a some other type of processing room, and at the far end of the room, you can see a set of stairs leading upward. Hey, I think that's the way, y'all. All right, let let's go up. I want to go in the jam room. <laughs> no, no, we're not going in the jam room right oh. now. <laughs> we can go back to the jam room someday. Yeah, just not right now. All right. Yeah. We'll go there eventually. Okay. <laughs> We're going Let's go up, up the stairs. Going upstairs. All right. So you go up the stairs, and at the top of the stairs, um, and I'm assuming you're moving kind of stealthily again, or you know, yeah. at least you know as stealthily as you can without making a check, and cautiously, I guess. And you get to the top of the stairs, and you, oh, excuse me, and you look around, and you can see that you're in kind of a um, like a uh, an arrival hall, uh, or you know, a receiving room of some sort. Uh, to your left, there is a massive, uh, you know, 20, 25 foot tall, big wrought, you know, iron and wood door. Looks like it probably leads outside of the citadel. And to your right, uh, you can see a big archway, and you can't see very far beyond it, but you can see that there's a carpet there at the archway that is leading forward. You know what lizards love? That's luxury. It's true. I think we should follow this carpet. I agree. They, they hate the sounds of uh, of armored guards uh, click clacking their armored uh, boots on the floor. So they put down carpets everywhere so that they don't get disturbed when they're doing their magical researches. Okay. Sure. Do we, Do we know this person is a wizard? I mean, no. Death Seeker Melita Ohime? I'm just saying. They have a flying fortress. They're probably yeah. a wizard. <laughs> they probably get annoyed by low level mooks clomping around all the time. They Mooks do like to clomp. So yeah, I can't have that. Butter biscuits. Um, you you have some sort of connection here, right? I mean, you something mm-hmm. in your mind is triggered here. You you can you you have a thought about this place. What is your thought about this place? What do you recognize here? 
I... This is where Dad lives! Dad? Dad? Is Hoback the bald your dad? No! Okay. Who's your dad, Butter Biscuits? Oh, why, of course, it's, uh, well... I forgot that part, but I know this is where Dad lives! Do you know what your dad looks like? Big! Big. What does your daddy do? Ah, uh, he doesn't t He didn't talk about work that much. He just said every day could be my birthday if he wanted me to do. Oh, wow. that's cute. Uh, what about, uh, he's big, right? Is he like, is he as big as I am? Or is he like as big as Tess was when she was the eagle? height sizes, but I don't, uh, hmm. Oh, uh, <laughs> mm. Well, okay, he's big. <laughs> Alright. Good talk. How do you feel about your dad? Yeah. Well, you complicated, like, you I guess. Okay. You got a lot of dead feelings? Don't we all? <laughs> what does your dad smell like? <laughs> um He smells like jam. Is that is that true? Like wait, like like the jam that came out of uh out of the goat goat person he smells, in the other room? He smells like butter and jam. Do you remember where he lives? Yeah, where does he live? Oh, here! <laughs> if, how do we get to him from here? Well, he likes to change his, his place a lot, so it could be different the last time. But I'm sure if we go up, we'll find something. There was a last time? Oh, um... Anyway... Uh... <laughs> There, I, you know, I do remember his bedroom. There's stuff in his bedroom. I, that I remember. His bedroom's okay. upstairs. It's got stuff about movement of large castles. I don't know what that would refer to. Mm-hmm. Did your dad tell you that? Yes. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Thank you okay. for sharing all this with us. Yeah, maybe some magical lore in Dad's bedroom. Hmm. Okay. Let's go down the let's go down the the carpet hallway. So no. y'all stealthily move. Actually, do you want to actually make a stealth check here? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Why, why doesn't everyone make a stealth check? Butter biscuits. You get to use the highest roll. Nope. That was a D twelve. I got a 15. 13. I got a 10. Hmm. Okay. Um. I rolled a three. You rolled a three? Yeah. Whew. So y'all start clanking on down this hallway. Um, and uh, you can see far ahead of you, you know, probably, I don't know, 100 feet, 
ahead of you, you can see another large archway. It's maybe 12 or 15 feet high. It's got inset doors in it as well. And uh, But between you and there, there's this long carpeted hallway. There are some torches on the wall, and there are two sets of stairs uh, going to the left and the right, going up to another story. All right. Is your dad's bedroom even more upstairs than here? Probably. He likes views. <laughs> this is like one of those those like big gothic like stairways, which is mm, like yeah, right, like curving upwards to mm -hmm. the same balcony, and there's just like a choice of which one you can go up because it's going up yeah. to two different walls you you might make that assumption um, oh okay. but it's not going up okay. to the balcony you, you can't see a balcony up above here it's going okay. up into two different kind of um uh what do you call it like holes in the wall basically got it mm -hmm. but they but they are symmetrical tess what do you think i still think we should go up yeah go but left. left or right uh oh oh you said left i mean what has my answer been every time? <laughs> Sorry, I thought you said up at first, but you said, I still think we should go left. Let's go left. Okay, so you go up and you can see, uh, you go up here, you get up there, everyone makes their way to the top here, and what you can see is a room um, with two different, or this is kind of a landing room, um, both stairways, just as, as Silverleaf kind of pointed out, they both meet here at the very top um this landing room to the left there is a ladder that goes straight up um and to the right there's a doorway not going through that door i assume in the in this room as well there are two big statues um one is a uh what appears to be a marionette what you would think of as a marionette even in stone it has the kind of marionette uh that little cross thing they use to make marionettes move i don't know what that's called mm -hmm. the, the manipulating thing um and the other one is uh, almost this like you know those renaissance paintings of like a bunch of stuff piled up together those still lifes mm -hmm. it's that mm -hmm. but as a statue and it's like 10 feet tall so it's, you know, a cornucopia on top of a skull, on top of a bunch of apples, on top of some uh, one single pineapple, on top is of it, blah, blah, blah. Is it shaped like a lion? It's not shaped like a lion. It's not shaped <laughs> like, it's like a, it's like a pillar, almost. Hmm. Okay. So I thought it might have been a, a statue or a carving of food lion. It's not a, it's not a statue of a food lion. <laughs> Weg, Weg turns to Butter Biscuits and says, does any of this look familiar? Hmm. Yeah, uh, it does. <laughs> Do you remember what's on the other side of this door? Something important. Oh, well, we should go through the door then. But but it is I, to the I right. I agree, it sounds important. What? What, what door is to the right? Doors to the right, ladders to the left. Hmm. I don't think the leader of a flying citadel is going to be climbing any ladders, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I, I right. don't know. You can hear behind you uh, the door 
um, that you know that's underneath the stairwell that you went up to, you can hear that open, and you hear very clearly that kind of of gruff um, language that none of you understand. You hear several people speaking, and you hear that door close, and you hear them kind of go from whatever the room is underneath you here. They go from that, and they go out the front door to the outside. You can hear them very, very clearly proceeding away from you outside. Hmm. Except when they're on the rug. Well, you hear the thing. <laughs> and they're talking the whole time. <laughs> but yes, you're correct. You don't hear the, the sharp sounds of clinking hooves. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, it's like I'm saying, y'all. I mean, Silverleaf knows carpet. Yeah, <laughs> the rug works. Let's go through the door. <laughs> Real quick before we do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he, after after hearing uh, after hearing the this unknown language again, um, Wegg pulls out a small triangle, uh, like pyramid shaped piece of candy that he took from the. Uh, from the the, the, the storehouse candy yeah. yeah the illicit candy storehouse um and hands it to Tess and says uh here, just real quick here eat this hmm. what is is, it, is this for guidance uh Weg is uh <laughs> casting tongues oh okay which oh, is okay. a third level sounds sp- real gross which is a third level spell um that uh, grants the creature you touch the ability to understand any spoken language it hears. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, and I... so it's a it is a verbal and material cost. Um, I don't have a small clay model of a ziggurat with me, but I do have a small pyramidal chocolate. So that's basically the same. That's thing. basically the same thing. Yeah. All right. What does the chocolate taste like? It's dark chocolate, dark like chocolate. heavy dark chocolate, like sixty five percent cocoa or higher. Does it have anything in the middle? Uh, got, like, raspberry? Okay. <laughs> no, there's an underdark, an underdark almond. Yeah, it's warped. <laughs> an under almond. Yeah, an under almond. It's, it is warped by dark magics, but oh, it's tasty. <laughs> Sinfully delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Tess, you can hear as they are leaving out. You, you chomp down on it. Tastes pretty good. There's an almond in there, uh, an under almond. Uh, it crackles with uh, delicious evil as you as you eat it, and. Um, <laughs> You can hear as, you know, they're, they're pretty far away now, but uh, as they are leaving out of the front door, you can hear these, uh, it, I guess it doesn't allow you to identify the language, but you can no. hear them speaking in whatever language that they're speaking. Um, and they're talking about tactical battle plans, basically. They're, they're, they're talking about um, getting on some wasps and attacking a certain part of the city. Do I know like what part of the city? No, because they're kind of they're talking very tactically, so they're talking about okay. like a sector. You know what I mean? And and their battle plan is not going to match up to like what you know in the city. So, okay, um, yeah. Uh, and this was less to understand what they were saying, but more just hmm. preparation for whatever's on the other side of this door. Yep, for that's sure. fair. I'm still gonna pass that along, so like people mm-hmm. know like uh, oh, apparently they're planning on attacking the city as opposed to just like abducting people and scooting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. They, um, how long does that last? It lasts for an hour. Okay. Oh, cool. Great. So they, um, 
or you open the door, and in that door, or in this room, you can see uh, fairly brightly lit. Uh, it's not torches; it's like uh, magical lights. But this looks like a bedroom to you. Hmm. There's a big butter biscuits. Yes. Yep. Is this the is this the room? Yep. This is Daddy's bedroom. <laughs> butter biscuits. Tell us what's in this room. Well, inside this bedroom is a very big bed, a bed large enough for a daddy and his young lad to sit together. There's also a nice, nice, wonderful shelf of books full of probably unique secrets that I'm not allowed <laughs> to say the, mm -hmm. and other stuff. Well, I'm interested in the other stuff. Mm -hmm. there, there's a wardrobe in here. There is, um, in addition to that, that shelf of books. There appears to be kind of like maybe a scrying table, um, that kind of thing. There is a clothes rack, uh, kind of like, you know, you probably bought it uh, at Plainsmart. And, um, you know, just other knickknacks and things of that nature. Silverleaf is looking for scrolls mm -hmm. lore magical information give me an investigation check so we're leaving 16 um okay so you are you're searching through that uh what do you call it um bookcase yeah the bookcase sorry i just couldn't couldn't come up with it they uh so you search through this so relief you're you're doing the work you've got probably got your uh when you're little uh, rods and you're tapping the books and things like that, I don't know how wizards search things, but um, you do find uh, one scroll of Featherfall. Oh, yay. Probably going to be helpful for us here. You find uh, one scroll of Telekinesis. Ooh, that's a good one. Very powerful, powerful spell. And you find one... Of, I'm looking at some high, higher level spells here. Uh, oh no, that's that's bad. One spell of command citadel. <laughs> um, one of those niche no. spells. One of the one of the things that I did was in my campaign. This is sort of a digression. Was I had a spell of a scroll of possible scroll which is just like any very extremely specific thing. It had a percentage chance of like being that scroll. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. a cool thing to do. Uh, but no, you find a scroll of dream. Of the spell dream. That sounds... It's very cool. When they start you... getting into just like big concepts that are like one word, dream, mm -hmm. wish. Creation. Quest. That's like... That's the good stuff. I, I agree. Mm -hmm. I beg to differ. The ancient stuff. I think the good you stuff should... is when they got names in them. Jeff's dream. Yeah. Scroll of yeah. Mordekin's Scroll dream. Scroll of Gary. Okay, so it's dream. You should look that up and see what that spell is all about. Um, yeah. But uh, you also find, very importantly, some information. Uh, you find a book, and it looks like it's a book of commands on how to use a special rod. It's made of obsidian of how to control this citadel. It does not seem like the control of the citadel now. This is a very old book. This doesn't seem like this person invented the citadel. This looks like this might have been passed on 
multiple times down through history. Um, Certified pre-owned Citadel. 100%. It's got a warranty on it. And uh, <laughs> you, so you find the book, but not the rod of command. Um, I, I relay this to the party. Hey, apparently whoever's controlling this, uh, this Citadel uh, is also a journaler like me. Oh. <laughs> That's the important. <laughs> yeah. uh, Butter biscuits, does your daddy like to write? Oh, all the time! Does your daddy like a rods? Oh, yes, he loves, he loves rods! Sometimes, if he could, he wish he could write with rods! Silverleaf, <laughs> maybe you can give him a lesson or two. Yeah, I know a thing about etching a rod. That's interesting. I don't know, it's just... Just silver link hashtag just silverleaf things. Just silverleaf things, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Still you my big old bag of bones. <laughs> you are um, that that seems to be kind of uh, search this room out, unless there's anything specific that you're looking for. I got nothing. No, not really. Uh, okay. So uh, back up the ladder, I guess. Yeah, okay. well, there, there's that, that room with the two statues in it. Uh, remember, there's the marionette and then the big pillar of food. And then, yes, mm -hmm. you could go back down the stairs, you know, to the uh, the hallway with the carpet in it, or you could go up the ladder, correct? Uh, I want to go make an investigation check on one of these statues. Okay. Give me a check. The marionette statue. Yeah, give it to me. Um, that is an 18. Um, this looks like a magical statue or maybe a previously magical statue, kind of unclear to you one way or the other. Um, it, uh, it looked like it could have been animated at some point. Okay. But not now. It is not currently moving, so no. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. What do you guys think? These are definitely not just here. What do you think, Butter Biscuits? I think we should just go upstairs. Up the ladder? Yeah! Hmm. Do you think these are Butter Do you think these are like Butter Biscuits? Do you recognize these? Are these friends of yours? I have no friends until today, I guess. <laughs> That's right. Where are your friends, Butter Biscuits? Butter Biscuit, what do you remember about uh, the time? So you were with your your dad. Yes. And 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 now you're here with them. Right. What happened before, in between those two things? Well, I always hung out with Cheap Cheap. Cheap Cheap oh. is my butter buddy. Uh, Interesting. Yep. What else do you remember about Cheap Cheap? Cheap Cheap sure like those buzzing things. Oh yeah. Yep, those big. He was, uh, was maybe they became the wasp. I don't know, or whatever we. Uh, I think we called them flybees. 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 Yeah. Where's Cheap Cheap now? Oh, I think he's up that ladder. That's where I want to go. How big is Cheap Cheap? Oh, he's not as big as Dad, but he's like... He's like maybe one of you, Dirt Man, and then like maybe another half.
sliced on top of you? Oh, anyway, okay. I'm going up the ladder. Um, <laughs> oh my. Oh, well, let, let one of us no, go No, I'm first. going Butter up. Biscuit, just to make sure. Oh, Butter Biscuit, hold on. Before you. Hold on. Butter Biscuit. Butter Biscuit, one. Two, you come down that ladder now before I get to three, or it's not going to be I'm your birthday anymore. You can't tell me what to do. You're not my dad. <laughs> Wait, butter biscuit. <laughs> um, do you know? You who better phrase this well. He's going to be up that ladder. Do you know who Holback the Bald is? Wait, was that the guy's name? <laughs> yeah, that was his name. Yeah. you away from your daddy yeah <laughs> well why he's don't like you come back down the ladder, climbing and... this ladder yeah he, he's, he's so this ladder is about 50 feet it's a really it's a snake eater looking ass ladder and Wait, uh what? yeah he's oh. about 25 feet up there i don't it's really i'm already kind of up why don't you just come <laughs> yeah. with me butter biscuits have you ever eaten that very quickly Butter biscuits. Right, have so you what? ever eaten a tree frog? Oh, uh, in a dream. <laughs> frogs are not for eating. But very seriously, Wag. Yeah, frogs are not for eating. Uh, okay, so Wag is climbing up the ladder afterward. Is everyone else going? Yes. Yeah. Of course. that ladder they're gonna see what's up there cheap cheap what's cheap cheap the big buzzy stuff who knows dad that kind of stuff all of that is happening in this episode of course i hope you like that we're gonna get the thrilling conclusion to the butter biscuit saga uh in the next episode if you like this show you can check us out on patreon.com slash range touch that uh funds the show um a little as a dollar as little as a dollar a month hard to get out sometimes uh if you give us a dollar a month that helps uh three dollars a month is even more helpful and five dollars a month a king's wage uh that would really significantly help out in a big way uh you get access to some secret let's play stuff you get access to a newsletter there's all kinds of things go go and look at that up patreon.com slash range touch literally every dollar counts and keeps our keeps us in hosting Honestly, uh, you can go to twitter.com slash range touch in order to find out uh, more about what we're doing. Uh, Michael, uh, who co-hosts Game Study Study Buddies with me, Michael has been uh, managing the account over there. And I think you can tell uh, Harry and the Henderson's fan account for a little while. And uh, anyway, there's all kinds of good stuff. Um, you can go down in the description below this episode, click on a little link to go to our Discord too, if you want to talk about the show or talk about tabletop RPGs or any of the other things we do. And of course, you can listen to Michael and I talk about Game Studies books on Game study study buddies which you can also find at rangetouch.com as well as everything else we do whoo what a mouth what a mouthful uh, uh anyway go check it all out thanks so much for listening we really appreciate it and uh, we'll see you on the next episode